Hello, friends. Welcome back to the rest of the sermon, Confessions of a Pastor. It's nice to have you here with me today. Uh, looking forward to this episode as I am uh, looking forward to a new series we are going to begin, be beginning pretty soon. We are, uh, as a church, wrapping up our study uh, through Philippians, and unlike the past, uh, the past couple times we've wrapped up a series walking through a book, uh, we're not going to go to directly to another uh, book of the Bible. Instead, uh, we are going to be shifting uh, to look at an idea of what it would look like, uh, what it could possibly mean for the church to reclaim Jesus. Now, you may be asking yourself, reclaim Jesus, what does that mean? Reclaim Jesus from what? From whom? From who? And uh, I would want to give you uh, just a simple answer to that, and that is uh, I believe in our culture uh, today in America, um, and, and perhaps in other parts of the world as well, but I'm, I'm obviously more familiar with, with what's going on here in the, the United States, that, that Jesus, the idea uh, of Jesus has been hijacked. The idea of Christianity has been hijacked, and, and somehow we have gotten away from those essential questions that Jesus asked us, those essential questions that Jesus answered for those who followed him or those who questioned him. And so we're going to begin a series looking in, uh, into the Gospels uh, and exploring eight fundamental questions. Now, we're not starting that soon. This, this podcast this week is going to be more of kind of an introductory uh, to what is coming uh, as opposed to thinking about um, where we where we are. I, I will say in the, the sermon this past Sunday, we talked about conflict, how to handle conflict uh, in the church, as well as how to handle anxiety. Uh, I'm not going to go into great depths about that this week here on the podcast, because I think we've covered uh, both of those things uh, probably at length over the last uh, few months as we've been journeying together. I've talked quite a bit about division and, and dissent and, and conflict and, and also how to manage uh, anxiety as it relates to things like COVID and, and uh, uh, social unrest and things of those nature. So um, the the link for that sermon will be available in the show notes, and I encourage you to go and uh, take a listen, uh, especially just if nothing else to stay caught up on where we are in the conversation. But I'm, I'm, I really want to focus in on this idea of reclaiming Jesus and why it is so important that we do so. There are times that I think become pivotal, pivotal moments uh, for groups, for people, uh, for those who identify with certain things. And I think right now we are at one of those times. A question has been asked is uh, the United States, uh, when we think about things in, in the, the biblical perspective, is the United States, uh, are we building uh, an empire or are we the empire? Uh, and it's, I didn't ask that exactly the, the exact way I wanted to. But, but again, just this idea, which we've talked about, reading, reading the Bible through the lens of, of Western eyes uh, and recognizing what role we play in the stories, uh, who we are, uh, realizing that, that we're the rich young ruler, not the woman at the well. Uh, we're the Pharisee who's questioning, not necessarily the blind man who's begging. Uh, just by nature of, of, of who we are uh, and, and, and the stature that we have. And it's easy to, to get lost um, from our perspective, our place of privilege, and to lose who it was that Jesus really came to speak to, who it was that Jesus sought out, who it was 
that Jesus professed and proclaimed a new message for, those whom he challenged and those whom he lifted up, those whom he pushed back against and those uh, whom he loved. Uh, And so I think it's important that we have an opportunity uh, to become a, a people, to reclaim uh, who Jesus's audience was and, and what role it is that we play. Uh, and so I'm really excited about looking at questions like, who, who's your neighbor? Looking at questions like, what do we do about money? Uh, what do we do about wealth? Um, looking at, at questions like, what about those who feel oppressed, who have no voice? Uh, these are some of the questions we're going to tackle in the next uh, eight weeks or so. And I don't know for sure that we'll start this coming week or not, but I did want to get out in front of this a little bit this week and uh, just start planting some seeds, start getting you thinking about what does it look like? What would it look like for the church to reclaim the message of Jesus and to reclaim it in a way that it is truly about the way? I mean, that's that was the message of the first disciples. Uh, after Jesus had died, after Jesus conquered death, they did these things, and they did them in the name of Jesus. Uh, and 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 you know, we we see stories of of Peter who gets called in, called in front of the the Pharisees, called in front of uh, the same groups of people that Jesus was called in front of, and they're saying, "You've got to stop doing this. Like you can't do this. You're causing unrest. You're causing problems for us. You're making life difficult. We thought we had ended this." In other words. And Peter essentially says to them in in Acts, you can find this in in Acts, in the beginning of Acts. Peter essentially says to them, listen, if if what happens to me happens because I am proclaiming uh, the name of Jesus, then that's what I'm supposed to be doing. So in other words, do what you see fit, but you're not going to intimidate me or not make me stop doing what I believe or doing what I feel called to do based on these three years that I spent with this man and what I saw happen to him and what I saw at the end. And so I just wonder what it would look like if as a church we reclaimed that enthusiasm, we reclaimed that eternal truth that we serve a risen Savior. But for so many of us, we don't live that way. You would never know, you could never tell based on our actions that we serve a risen Savior. We live in fear. We live in intimidated. We live wondering, worrying about what so-and-so or, 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 or what somebody else is going to say or think about us instead of relying on that eternal truth. What if that eternal truth became our identity? What if that eternal truth became the driving force behind everything that we do, every action we take, every statement that we make, what if we truly embodied the prayer, Lord, Lord, uh, I pray that everything that I say and do would bring honor and glory to you. What if, what if we really put, put energy behind that? And it wasn't just words, but instead it became our identity. Friends, that's what we're going to be working towards. And I hope you can hear uh, the excitement about that in my voice, uh, because I, I am, I am I'm pumped about it, frankly. Uh, probably more excited about that than I have been about uh, things and messages and, and kind of the direction where uh, than where I've been in, in, in the last few months. Um, uh, if I'm honest with you, part of this podcast is uh, obviously Confessions of a Pastor, and I have um, 
I have been struggling. I've, I've talked about that here on this podcast, but I've been struggling uh, lately with uh, with church and preaching and 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 wanting to continue to make messages relevant, but but struggling with how can I make them relevant? How is anything relevant uh, with what's going on in our in our world today, in our country today, in our communities? Wanting to continue to figure out how to connect people in a, in a time when uh, we're we're essentially continuing to be told to not connect, you know, to distance. Uh, how to take things like that serious when it's turned into something so much more than it ever had to be. Uh, and and really, part of this idea of reclaiming Jesus is doing just that. It's taking away the power that others have have put. Uh, in, in other areas, and other arenas, and saying, you can't have Jesus. Not in that way. You can't weaponize Jesus. And so we're not going to politicize Jesus. We're not going to turn Jesus into some movement. That get, no, no, no. It's the Jesus movement. It's about love. It's about caring for one another. It's about, ultimately, uh, salvation, grace, forgiveness, mercy, and, and so for so many of us, we've lost sight. It's become, well, I don't agree with this idea or with this lifestyle or with this fundamental thing or belief. And so therefore, you are not a part of my flock. And, and, and there's a few words in there that are wrong. If we're just honest, it's, it's not my flock, right? I mean, it's not, I'm not the one in charge of this. Uh, even as a pastor, it's not my flock. It's God's flock. I'm just here to care, to nurture, to teach. And so I really want to I really want to really dive in both feet uh, head first. Uh, you can't dive in both feet and head first at the same time, but just go with me. Uh, I really want to commit to, again, uh, reclaiming Jesus for the church, reclaiming what that could look like for each and every one of us. I was serious about a month ago when I talked about committing to uh, making Midway Baptist Church look like heaven on earth. And, and, and part of doing that, I really truly believe part of doing that, the first steps of doing that, uh, are reclaiming our identity as Christians and what it means to be a Christian, what it means to be a part of the Jesus movement, what it means to be a part of the way. And, and so to do that, we're going to go back and we're going to look uh, in Acts uh, what the first disciples did, and then we're gonna we're gonna walk with with them for a little bit, and and, and we're also gonna spend time in the Gospels, walking with Jesus, as he answered questions that were asked of him, and where we truly see his true identity, who it is that he was, who it is that he came to earth to be, and who it is that we are supposed to imitate, who it is we are supposed to live up to, who it is we are supposed to follow. I am looking forward uh, to going on that journey with you. I hope that you will join with me uh, here on this podcast. Uh, I will continue to have uh, links to the sermon and the, and the show notes as we begin that series at church. But I'm also going to uh, be pushing you, I think, probably to dig a little deeper, getting back to some of the roots of uh, this podcast in the very beginning, how we were taking a deeper dive into to some of the, the topics and, and some of the passages we were looking at. We're going we're gonna to do some of that as well. And, and what I would like to do is to also have that confessional piece as well. Uh, and so I'm going to encourage you to, to reach out and to uh, send in things that you've struggled with, send in the examples that you've seen. And we're going to talk about some of those things. Um, as well as digging into some of the examples I've seen, some of the things that I've struggled with. 
and so uh, I hope it'll be a healthy kind of conversation and again, an opportunity uh, for us to meet one another uh, and to, to go on this journey together and think about what it really means for each of us. Because uh, I don't have this, this uh, idea that what it means to me to reclaim Jesus is going to be the same thing that it means to you. Uh, part of my, my therapy background suggests that we don't walk the same walk. We haven't walked the same walk. We face different challenges. We see different struggles. Different things are important to us, uh, to, to each of us individually. And so in, in, that, in the same way, I think Jesus speaks to each of us individually. There are some core truths, though, that we can hold on to and, and that we can rally around. And from there, we go out into the world with these, these other uh, passions that we might have or other directions that we might feel led to. And, and that's where then we make a difference. But there has to be these core, these core things that, that, that allow us to know, that give us this sense that we belong. So those kind of core questions, those eight questions I, I've kind of referenced a couple of times. I'm, next week when we have this podcast, I'm going to lay out all eight questions um, together and, or just in a list and, and, and give you the opportunity to be thinking about them. And I'll even tell you the order we're going to talk about them uh, so that you can begin thinking about it and sending in uh, maybe observations or things of that nature. Um, so I'm, I'm looking forward to that. I, I want to encourage you, um, if you don't already, I would like to encourage you to, 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 to pray for myself and for my church. Uh, this coming Sunday uh, on October 11th, we are going to be uh, meeting in person uh, here at the church for the first time since March. Um, many of you who are listening may already be meeting in, in, in person. Uh, many of you who are listening are part of this congregation, so you know that we're about to do this. Um, the level of anxiety I have is through the roof, if I'm honest, uh, especially with what I see with numbers and cases and things like that here in the in the state of Kentucky and even in our surrounding counties. I've had already three or four conversations in the last uh, 24 hours with deacons and with other folks, um, essentially giving people an opportunity to talk me off the ledge of, of what I really feel comfortable with and, and where uh, what I feel God is calling us to do and, and trying to be faithful to that at the same time, being very concerned about safety and, and, and other things. And so uh, I would covet, at least for the next few days, I'd covet any time, but at least for the next few days, uh, prayers as it regards to myself, to, to this church, to, uh, you know, God's will being done, the discernment of, of hearing God's voice and, and what it is that we're trying to do here. I know folks uh, who are members here are extremely excited uh, about coming back together, and uh, I know that they are committed to doing so safely, uh, and that's the solace that I have, <laughs> but it's still hard for me uh, to let go of those those fears, those things that I'm worried about. Uh, just being honest as a, as a pastor, as a human. Those are things I'm struggling with right now. And uh, also trying to let go of that long enough to, to hear God's voice speak to me uh, and, and help me prepare for a message for this week because, you know, it's not going to be good enough if we all just show up, if I don't have something to say, right? Uh, I often wonder what would happen on a Sunday morning if I stood up and said, uh, looked out at the congregation and, you know, welcome folks here and, and did the the stuff we normally do, but then when I got ready to read the scripture or preach, just basically said, I got nothing. Like, what next, right? What would happen? How would people respond? I don't I don't think I'm going to try that anytime soon, but uh, there is a part of me that worries that uh, I'm going to find myself there if I can't let go of some of these anxieties that I have and, and allow God to move. So, 
that's a, a mouthful. Everything that I've said, you're, you know, kind of, you're caught up with me and what's going on. Um, I, uh, also have the opportunity tomorrow morning, uh, to gather with a group of pastors, a peer group that is, uh, meant more to me than they will ever know, uh, over the last, uh, couple years, few years, uh, as I've begun this journey as a pastor. And, uh, so I'll have an opportunity to talk with them as well and, and hear from their wisdom, their experience. Uh, and so I, I covet that also. Um, so get excited, get ready. Uh, a new journey is about to begin. If you want to hear a little bit about conflict, how to manage conflict, what Paul had to say about conflict, as well as uh, what Paul says about managing anxiety, especially as he presents it to the church in Philippi, I'll encourage you uh, to follow the link in the, in the show notes. This coming Sunday, we're going to be talking about contentment. Uh, that's probably the other reason I have a lot of anxiety about that. I struggle to find contentment. Uh, so, but that's that's coming up this this next week. So these are these are that's a good message, and the, the one we're going to be doing this this next week is a good message too of of things that we need to hear right now. Uh, but I also want you gearing up and getting ready, getting excited uh, for this journey we're going to go on uh, together, reclaiming Jesus, reclaiming Jesus, and the message that He had, what He calls us to do. I hope that you are as excited about that as I am, and I hope that you will join us, join me, for the rest of the sermon. Thank you for joining me this week. I appreciate you sticking around, listening to my rambling, praying for me, for this church, uh, as well as just just encouraging one another. Uh, If you've got questions or comments or feedback, you can send those to Evan. Uh, That's not true. You can send those to the rest of the sermon at gmail.com. You could also send them to Evan at midwaybc.net if you wanted to. But the 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 email for this show is the rest of the sermon at gmail.com. Listen, I hope you all are well. I hope you are healthy. Uh, I encourage you to continue to check on your neighbors. Uh, to check on your church neighbors, make a phone call, check in with somebody you haven't talked to recently. And until next time, God bless.